Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we are going to talk about your intuition, your inner guidance. There's so many different names for it. Um, Inner voice is another really popular one that we like to label it as. And we're going to go over this energy that's within inside ourselves and our inner knowing. And we're going to talk about how it's really, really important tool um, in this human experience that we're going through, um, but also how it's connected to loving ourselves. Okay, first, let's talk about what this is. So intuition is defined as the ability to understand something without conscious reasoning. And inner voice has a definition of kind of almost like another name for intuition that personalizes that gut feeling and the responses to your inner compass. So so essentially, our inner uh, intuition and our inner voice is that, that guidance and that all-knowing without really knowing, right? Um, When you know something before it occurs or when you just have that feeling that it's not a good idea to, you know, get in that car, take that job or whatever it might be, right? There's a million things that we could come up with that you've probably experienced where you just knew without really knowing. You didn't have, your brain didn't have all the facts. It didn't have all the details, right? And yet somehow a deep part of you, right, that reached your brain knew, okay? And maybe it was, um, you know, I hear this a lot, a lot of people talking about, I knew the person, you know, I was with was being unfaithful. I didn't have any way to figure that out, right? I didn't have any details. Nobody was telling me anything. They weren't showing any signs. I just knew deep inside, and then I found out it was true, right? That happens all the time. Well, that's our inner guidance. That's our intuition. That's our inner voice. Really what that is, is um, the higher version of ourselves, right? And um, I like to not just give myself the credit. I like to attune a lot of the credit to our guides and angels because I feel like they're really a part of that. But it's really up to what you're, you believe. So your own personal flavor for what you believe in your spirituality and your for your life. For me, I believe that my guides and angels are a really strong team up there with me. It's not just my soul running the show, right? Although my soul does a lot of the work, my team of guides and angels are there to support me. Um, And so it's like a group effort. It's a group project, you know, like in high school when you have like four different um, classmates together and you guys are all working on something. So that's how I feel like for me, right? You get to decide what you believe is true for you. But for me, that's how I look at it. And so this team of guides and angels, along with my higher self, can look down upon me and my circumstances and my situation, and they can see way beyond what I can see. So they can see like a bird's eye view of what's going on for me, where I'm going to end up if if I get in that car, or what I'm going to you know do if, if I... Um, happen to be five minutes late to an appointment, what is that going to do to me, right? Something that might seem really small and insignificant to our human minds could change the course of our lives, right? And we usually never know 
what would change our lives until we have maybe a circumstance that kind of reveals um, what would happen if we would have made a different choice, right? Um, and so that's how I think people come to understand how to strengthen this part of themselves, this really amazing resource and tool, right? Is you have an experience where your inner guidance speaks up and gives you a nudge and says either don't do something or do something. And then when you don't listen to it, that learning experience of recognizing that, oh my gosh, I already kind of had like a gut feeling or a knowing and I went in the direction, I went in a completely different direction than than I was warned almost kind of, right? Like, or that I like intuitively knew, right? That my, my heart, my, my, you know, the insides of me was telling me to go in a different way and I didn't. And this was the consequence. Sometimes it's, um, you know, sometimes it was not doing something and, you did it anyways, and then you had a negative circumstance. Or sometimes it was trying to tell you to do something, and then you didn't do it. Like I said, go back in the house to grab your keys, and you're like, oh, I don't need my keys because I'm not driving. Someone's picking me up. I don't need to grab them. And then you end up being locked out because your roommate isn't there when they say they're going to be there or whatever. You know, that's just like a small example, right? And then you have a consequence that you have to deal with, right? And I think for most people, that's how they start relying on this inner knowing, this, you know, um, inner voice, whatever you want to call it. Um, so let's kind of go over some of the names because everybody has a different name for it. Um, so a lot of people call it their gut feeling, um, intuitive nudges, right? Inner knowing is another popular one. Intuition, your spidey sense. And I think that came from the movie, you know, the Spider-Man movie, but I even use it sometimes too. I'm like, Oh, my spidey sense is tingling. Like I can feel something's going on here. I don't know what it is. Cause I have no logical, um, you know, facts or anything to show that this is going to happen, but I have this deep feeling, right? Um, another, um, term I heard just the other day was called the inner ding, which I thought was so cute. Uh, Louise Hay, if you guys know who she is, um, she is, used to use that term all the time, I guess. And so when I, when I heard that, I thought that that was really, um, a cute name for it, the inner ding. Okay. But so no matter what you decide to call this, right, no matter what term or name that you seem to give this, um, this almost psychic like ability that's within every single person is everybody has the opportunity to tap into it. But just like we know is that every person on this planet has free will, right? So since we all have free will, you don't have to tap into it and you don't have to listen to it. And so when you get that gut feeling or that nudge to not get in the car with those people, you can decide to go and do it, right? It's your life. But for me personally, and I've heard this across the board for every single person I've had a conversation with about this, right, is every every person that I've ever known has reported back to me, and I feel the same exact way, is that anytime that I don't listen to my, my inner voice, my intuition, anytime that I skip out on listening to it, and it might be something simple like grab your water bottle before you, you get in the car, right? And then it's like something that you're just like really thirsty for the rest of the day, <laughs> you know? It might be something that simple, right? But um, not listening to that always has a consequence that I don't desire. So this 
intuition, this inner knowing, this inner voice is always trying to lead you to the best possible outcome for you, which is beautiful to think of it, right? Like that we have this kind of like, um, all knowing, like, um, kind of almost like if you think about it, it's like, it just reminds me of those bumpers at the bowling alley, you know, like for little kids when they don't want to get gutter balls the whole time. Cause they're not really good at throwing a straight, straight ball down, you know, the alley. Right. So what do we do? We put those bumpers up there and it keeps the ball bouncing back and forth in that middle lane where we want it so that it can hit some pins hopefully. Right. And I kind of feel like that's what our inner guidance and our inner knowing is, is it's drawing us away from the gutter when we're not supposed to go there in places that we're not supposed to go towards and trying to keep us in that center lane where all of our desires are trying to manifest and, and be, you know, kind of brought to fruition for us or for fruition, sorry, um, brought to fruition. Why can't I say that word today? (laughs) Fruition for us. So that's kind of a good analogy to think of like what this inner voice is doing. Right. And I, like I said, I started to realize early on in life that it was in my best interest because when I didn't listen and it might be something small like my water bottle, right? But being thirsty isn't fun. And so as small as the advice was, I started to recognize that it was, um, really, it was important advice. You know, it was for my best interest. It was trying to get me to what I wanted. Right. Um, and at first it, I could only really hear this inner intuition and voice or understand its contents. Right. When, um, when it was something really big. So it would be like, um, something really, really huge, maybe something really detrimental to like maybe living or not living, right? Like saving my life actually. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, so I don't know if any, any local listeners remembers there was a shooting at, um, uh, a mall here locally in Portland, um, in 2012, it was at Clackamas town center and it was really, really awful and people lost their life and it was very traumatic. And I was actually there that day, um, that it happened. My, my stepchildren and my partner at the time was with me and we were there to see my, um, stepchildren play in the orchestra and it was at the mall. And so it was a field trip. And so we went as the parents to go watch, um, watch them do their, you know, like it was like a holiday event, a holiday orchestra event. And I was walking through the mall and I'll never forget. Um, brings me a little emotion thinking about that day, but, um, I'll never forget. We left the kids and, um, because the, the concert was over and they had ended early. Thank the Lord. And, um, we didn't know this at the time, but they had put the kids on the bus early. They just had, um, the kids were done shopping. Normally they get to shop. Um, I had several kids that had been in orchestra. And so we were, we were used to this program that they do every year at the mall. And, um, so afterwards the kids get to go shopping with their peers and it's a really fun for them, um, during the school day. And so, um, they, Anyways, they all got done way earlier than expected, and they got on a bus, thank thank the Lord. But I remember me and my partner at the time, we were walking around, we were shopping, and it was around the holidays, we were looking for gifts for family members, and something told me to leave, my my intuition. 
something told me leave right now. You need to you need to get out of here. And I didn't know why. Like there was no logic, there was no reasoning to why I would feel that way. It just was almost like a panic feeling to get out of the mall as quick as I possibly could. And I felt weird about listening to that guidance because why would I need to run out of the mall immediately, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. And when I did, my I was actually exiting where the shooter was walking in. And I was headed towards that same exact entrance at the almost the same exact time that that shooter was walking into that entrance. And my intuition told me to go to a specific door to leave. And I felt so odd for listening to it. I remember thinking to myself, why do I feel so strongly about going to this door, this specific door to leave, right? Like, why why do I need to change my route? Because I remember specifically changing my route and saying, Okay, I'm like it just felt so like strong like I said because it was like a very like a life or death situation. So my intuition was like very heavily you know, like almost like it felt like a scream like go to this door specifically. Stop what you're doing right now. Exit, exit. Like it was very very strong. And I remember I kind of got like a little bit nervous. My heart kind of picked up and quickened. And then we left and I just we drove away from the mall and then I um, heard on the radio that there was a shooting had occurred, you know, shortly after we had left. And then when I found out the details through the news and I found out what door the person had entered from, I recognized why I had felt that way. Just, it's so, it's overwhelming me right now thinking of it. Um, how big and how life-changing this, um, listening to your inner self can be, Right. It's very, very powerful. And um, so I think that most people, right, we go through life and we really, we we listen to it when it's like really big, scary things like that, right? Um, and maybe sometimes there is a little bit of logic, like a little bit of um, detail that like warns you not to do something, right? Like you're like, oh, this person is a little drunk and I shouldn't get in the car, <laughs> right? Um, that they, They're saying that they can drive when they're drunk, but I'm I'm having this strong intuition inside to not get in the, in the vehicle with them. So, so there won't always not be any logical reason, right? There might be some that you can see, but your intuition sometimes will be completely against anything that sounds reasonable to you, like my experience with the mall um, and that, that shooting that helped, happened years ago. Um, and it won't make sense. But like I said, every time that I've ever experienced it, I've really, um, and I've listened, and I usually find out like the reason why, and I am just so thankful and grateful that I listened to, to that voice, right? That inner knowing in myself. Um, cause it's really important and it, um, it's, it's always just trying to lead you to the best part, the best version of you, all your desires and all your dreams. It's trying to get you down that center lane to get you there. Right. Um, so, so how, if like, you know, if someone is just starting out and they, they haven't been, you haven't been like listening to this part of yourself. Right. And you're saying, well, that seems, you know, supernatural. Wow. That seems, um, outside of just the norm. I want to first recognize and let everybody know that it's it, everybody has this ability, right? So, so that's the first thing to know if you're wanting to strengthen your intuition is first off recognize that 
every single person on this planet. There's not one person that doesn't have this. And the only reason why some people like me, right, have a stronger connection is because I have put the energy and the time into flexing that muscle. It's like a muscle. The more that you depend on it and act on that intuition, the stronger that it's going to get and the the better you're going to be able to hear it from yourself, right? Um, it really just is that simple. You just have to be able to act on it for it to be able to be clearer because in, in the beginning, like I said, it's only for big things. But then I started as I got you know older and wiser and I started to realize, wow, this voice is really smart and really amazing. I started to recognize that I wanted to use it for more than just my daily life or more than just the big things. You know, I wanted to use it for my daily life. Sorry, I said that backwards. I wanted to use it on on little decisions that like really stumped me or that I didn't understand. And I remember one time reading a book um, and it was a quote from, from Archangel Michael that said, no um, problem, no question or understanding is too small to ask us for help. So your guides and your angels, like I said, I believe that this intuition is just is bigger than our souls. It's it's a team up there, a team of your guides and your angels and everybody that's rooting you on in this human life, um, trying to assist you, right? Trying to guide you, trying to help you, trying to support you because being a human is not easy. <laughs> And, and life can get really hard and it can get really sticky and it can get really uncomfortable. And so what's really important is that you have the, you know, we've learned through um, other episodes that having the tools and the resources are really, really what get you through um, the challenges and the problems, right? That's how you're loving yourself is when you can tap into your resources and your things that comfort you and make you feel good and get you through and get you to a good feeling and a good feeling place and getting you to uh, happiness and safety and peace, right? That is part of loving yourself. And so this is one of those tools that you can use. And so I decided that I wanted to use it more extensively. And when I did, you know, put the energy there, that's when it, you know, it became clear that the, the, the voice or the, the clairvoyancy or whatever you want to call it became stronger and larger at a bigger level, right? For me. And so I was able to hear it, um, and, and hear it earlier, you know, respond to things at a quicker manner because I was able to hear and interpret what I was trying, you know, like the stuff that didn't make sense at a better rate. Right. Um, and I think that is a big part of loving ourselves. So when you put your energy somewhere, that's where the energy flows. And so if you, so that's, you know, the belief part is going to come into this for people, right. Is everybody's going to have intuition. There's not one person on the planet that doesn't. And not everybody has to listen to their intuition. So that's when the volume knob, when you don't listen to it, it turns it quiet. When you listen to it and you act on it, it turns the volume up so that you can hear it better, right? Um, that's how you're, how you're being able to hear it better than other people or less than other people, right? And um, when you believe in something, you give it energy, right? When you disbelieve in something, you remove the energy from it. So if you 
don't have faith in your inner guidance system or your higher self or your guides and angels or whatever you want to call this, right? If you don't believe in that, right, then that's the, that's the energy that's going to occur in your reality, right? Like, so you're going to not believe in it and it's going to give you more evidence for you to not believe in it, right? Um, that's why they say you create your reality and it's because... Whatever you put your attention to, you have the power, right? And you get to believe. And so when you put your energy towards something and you put it towards disbelief in it, then it's going to provide results for you, for more results for you to disbelief in it, right? Because that's where, where you put your energy. That's where the energy goes. Um, so first thing, you got to believe that you're higher self or whatever you want to believe this energy is and this like pre-knowing energy of like you know being able to understand things that you might like where did that where did that knowing come from right um believing in it first right then strengthening it like a muscle relying on it if you want to if you want to get better at using this you know for maybe more everyday things um and then also another really powerful way to strengthen this within yourself is just be grateful. So gratitude is one of, the, one of the highest frequencies in this planet. So it's really, really close to love. When you're in like um, joy, bliss, gratitude, um, love, those are all really high frequencies, right? They all feel really, really good. Um, and so your gratitude is almost like, a secret ingredient and it really beckons and it welcomes whatever you're, you're being grateful for. So in this case, when you're being grateful for um, that intuition, like for me, I remember being so grateful when I found out those details about the shooting at the mall and just being so thankful that I wasn't a part of that horrible traumatic experience because it was, it's, it changes your life forever, right? Being a part of that. Um, being a part of a shooting is really scary and and can take years um, or lifetimes for people to heal from. And so I would just remember being so thankful. And I remember thanking myself, thanking my angels, thanking what I believe in for guiding me that day, right? For just for um, assisting me in the things that I couldn't possibly know, but giving me that information, even though I didn't, uh, there was no way for me to know it, right? Um, giving it to me ahead of time. And so when you do that, you usher in, you know, the energy there, right? You, your gratitude and your love for it brings it closer to you and brings more of it your way. Um, another way to kind of boost your, um, your intuition or your gut feelings or whatever is to just remember that, um, you're already using this on a daily basis, whether you have acknowledged it or not. Okay. It is um, something that happens on the regular for you. So think about it like this. Think about you're busy, you're trying to leave your house, and then all of a sudden you you get all the way to, I don't know, I'm going to say you're going to be on a bus, right? You get all the way to the bus stop and you remember your keys and you need your keys. And so you turn around and you walk back and you go to your house and you get your keys and you're saved, right? Because if you would have left your keys, it would have been the whole bunch of problems for the rest of the day and the evening and you needed those keys, okay? 
that is your intuition, right? That's to me is your guides and angels being like, don't forget your keys, right? Like, how did it just pop into your head, right? Intuition. So we're already using this on a regular basis, right? And that's a beautiful thing. Think of how amazing that is. How many times that saved you from all this heartache or trouble or like undesirable things that you didn't want to happen, right? It's amazing. So um, remember, it's already happening in your life. Um, And then also just remember that sometimes life can be loud, can be dramatic, um, especially if you are... Um, and I don't want to say a negative part of your life, but if you are in a chaotic or stressful or, (laughs) I mean, if you, if, if there is a lot going on in your life, sometimes this can, if you're not used to using it too, um, it can be hard to hear, right? Because especially if you're not used to listening to yourself, right? Or taking a moment. So what I suggest to people in that case is to get quiet, okay? And that's why they suggest meditation. And that's why that's such a powerful tool, right? But sometimes you need to get quiet to hear yourself in that inner guidance, right? Sometimes stop, turn off the TV, turn off the radio, okay? Stop listening to the podcast. Okay, not my podcast, <laughs> but just kidding. But but stop what you're doing for a minute. Get quiet and really listen to yourself and then ask yourself questions. In the midst of that quiet moment with just you, then ask your questions and see if you get a response. See if you can hear yourself, right? That's another way to strengthen this is just by giving that space and giving yourself that opportunity, Um, That can be really huge for some people because, like I said, there's so many things that, like, distract and numb and are so loud and riveting that when you are just, I I know for me, it's like when I put everything aside and I just sit down with myself, that's when sometimes, like, the parts of me that need to be healed float to the surface, right? That's when... um, That's when I usually have a lot of tears because I don't, you know, life is so busy. I don't give myself the opportunity, right, to, to heal in that way until all the chaos has stopped. And then I'm sitting there and I just quiet and then it can flow out and then I can heal, right? And I can transmute. So get quiet and allow, allow that energy to come up to the surface in a quiet space for you. Um, and so then that kind of moves us. Those are kind of the, the ways and the ideas to really like tap into that energy more and to like really boost your connection to your inner guidance, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, your gut feelings, your inner ding. Um, but how is this connected to loving yourself, right? Um, well, and the, the biggest one, I think, and the most obvious is that our higher self is, um, our, and our soul is like probably the per or the the source in which has our best interest can right if you can think about it right is that we are like the person that wants us to do the best is us right our higher selves is trying constantly to get us to the place that we desire, the things that we want, the people that we want in our lives, to feeling better, to feeling good, to enjoying this life. That's what our soul and the teams of our guides and angels are trying every moment of every single day to do for you. There's no deeper love than that. And when you can recognize 
that that is the highest source of of like your best interest, right? Then you it's like you can't lose, right? You that that you're tapping into directly the the best version of who you need to be, where you need to go, what you need to or what you want to be, where you want to, you know, where you want to end up. All those things, right? So allowing that the person who has your best interest in mind, which is you, right? And the people who are supporting you to really guide you. That's who should be guiding you, right? That's that's who I would want to go to for advice, right? Um when you and then another thing is when you listen to this guidance, you're in the flow of life versus being, you know, having that human tendency to want to control and manipulate life, right? And say like, I'm going to conquer this. That is beautiful energy to want to conquer something, but you also really, it's really, really important to allow the universe to co-create with you. You're not creating alone, right? You didn't become um, this author or this podcaster all on your own, right? You co-created with the universe and it brought you the opportunities. It brought you the inspirations. It brought you um, the circumstances in which you could, right? So you're co-creating life. So your job as the co-creator is to go out there and find things that you want to live, find things that you desire, that you want to experience, and create those desires, and then allow the universe to to bring you the opportunities for you to actually live that out, to actually do the work to do that, right? That's how how it works. And um, I think that that is really hard for a lot of people, especially a lot of people that are wounded, a lot of people that are... Um, you know, struggling in life. And it's because it's due to the fact that, um, you're out, you know, you, you don't have control in the places that you should, right. In the places that you really need it. And so when you don't allow yourself, your, your self love, and that's the place that you can control, then you go and you try to control the outside external you know, experiences and circumstances, right? And that's not your place to control that. You can't control other people. You can't control when it rains. You can't control, um, you know, you know, the weather, those things you cannot control. So control what you're supposed to control, which is yourself and your love for yourself and allow the universe to, to serve those other details to you. Right. Um, and essentially what that's doing when, when we do that, when we play, you know, to the right rules of this life game is you're listening to the guidance and getting out of your own way. So you're most of the time what happens is in life is we want something right. And then we get in our own way of having it right. Because we don't know because we can't see we have this tunnel vision right like this and we can't see the big bird's eye view like our soul can and like our teams of guides and angels. And so we end up getting in our own way and blocking ourselves and pitching ourselves off from our what we truly want. And in every moment, you know what that is? That's just us being happy. That's us being filled with love. And you can turn to yourself and love yourself at any moment. And that's what you're really wanting. You're wanting to feel good. You're wanting to feel that love, which is happiness. Love and happiness is the same thing, okay? And when you pinch yourself off from happiness, you're not loving yourself, right? So 
turn to yourself and give yourself that time to love yourself and know that that inner guidance is a powerful tool to get you there and use it as such, right? Use it. I mean, you don't have to like use it for every, like, do I have vanilla ice cream or chocolate ice cream, right? You don't have to do that. That's silly, right? But what I'm saying is like things that really mean and matter to you, right? Like, okay, this job, I keep having error after error with it. You know, do I really take it? Like, is this really meant for me? You know, what does my intuition say? What is my, what, a, not just what my logical mind desires. What, what is my intuition telling me? Is there, is something off here, right? Is there, am I getting in my own way? Like, do I need to just let the universe take its course, right? Listen to that inner guidance. When you feel off about something, take a second and listen to it. Okay, well, I hope that this was super valuable information for you, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Don't forget, love yourself. Take care. Bye.